This episode is brought to you by eating chips while recording. You ever just really need something to eat, but you also have a podcast to record? Me too. So, here I am, reaching into this bag of chips while I record my ad because I just need to eat. Sometimes, self-care is having a snack. episode of Bad Breaches. You're here with Joyston. Joyston. A very special guest who came up with the name Joyston. Yes, we're really excited guest. Hi, aka the guy who sits next to Justin who in last episode <laughs> let him borrow the, oh, yeah. the contract. Oh yeah, there. my hero and savior. Yeah, hi, I'm Taryn to everybody out there. That's Taryn with an Aaron instead of Taryn because <laughs> everyone calls me Taryn, which is which is not super cool, but that's cool. Everything's cool. <laughs> Moving everything's on. Everything's cool. Is that how you're feeling today? You're feeling everything cool? Everything is cool. I feel awful <laughs> like today. Like, everything is awesome? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Copyrighted. Okay. Um, you feel what? Yeah, today was probably my least favorite day I've had so far, but, like... Wait, really? That's saying something. That... I know. It's Are you okay? <laughs> we have a planned topic. We can talk about Do that. You want to <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is cathartic. This okay, self care in a way. Yes. It's- we, we care about self-care. that. We love self care. How are you doing today, Joy? I'm good. I'm or in sick. general, not necessarily today, but just you know. I'm better than I was last week. Um, last week I was very 2007 Britney. Mm. This year I'm gonna put myself at like a 2018 Britney. Oh, she's doing great these days. Um, I would say <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great, but I'm better. I'm functional, okay. which is so like 2010. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like sure. I'm only aware of like. Brittany circa 2000. So are you, are you stronger sure. than yesterday? Uh, probably not, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was a reference. Did you get it? No. Okay, you should know more about Brittany. Okay. okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? Um, today <laughs> we are talking about just our journey mm-hmm. to law school and adjusting, but from three different perspectives. Okay. Um, so we're all kind of coming into law school from a different place. So we thought mm. it would be really cool to like examine what that looks yeah. like. Yeah. Do you want to introduce those perspectives? So like, what is your perspective okay. on this entire thing we're doing? Just yeah. In general. So mm-hmm. um, my perspective is I've been in school since I was three um, <laughs> and I've only had summers off. So what does it look like coming straight from undergrad? And not really having time to like take a break or do anything else. Um, Tarn, what's your perspective? My story is similar, except that it's entirely different. Okay. Um, it's, I graduated in 2011, so I'm. I was in high school. I'm ancient. I was yeah. also in high school. How old were you when. Wait, how old are we now? Oh, Joy? Okay. I am a fresh 22. I am a fresh. In my 30s. (laughs) (laughs) And I will be 24 soon. So. And you look, you look like you're still only 23. (laughs) I'm glad glad to know. I'll have to tell my mom that because she thinks I look old. Um, So your perspective though. So Joy, you're like kindergarten all the way through your JD. Mm -hmm. K through JD for short. I just learned that earlier today. 
and then Taurin. So my path's a little windier. Yeah. And I also even took like six years to finish undergrad. So So yeah. not so not a straight shot. Not a straight shot. Not a straight shot at all. Okay, that's fair. We'll get into it. You know, we'll get there. Um and then I I took a gap year mm-hmm. um where I did some stuff, but we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll just start with what were you doing before law school? I think it's super easy to knock this out for me. Yeah. I was in undergrad. Where was that? A university not to be named <laughs> in a state, in a in different the great state. state of Texas. Because okay, I've already yeah. said I'm from Texas. Yeah, you can do that. So the greatest state. The best state. The biggest um, state. Texas Debatable. forever. We'll die on this rock. Texas <laughs> 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 Most counties, right? Um, I think... I think Georgia, Georgia actually has more counties. Actually, we're going to Google Georgia this. has 100 and... Oh, let me not. Let me not. <laughs> it has a lot. I think it's 136. Or maybe it's 152. Do you know why Georgia has so many counties? Because they're ridiculous. Ooh, not countries. I don't That's like right. that. I'm ridiculous. So I wouldn't say that. Um, I actually don't know why there's so many counties. Okay. I so Georgia like has learned. 159 counties. Dang it. I, you'd think, like, California would have the most. And Texas has... 254 oh. so yes. okay so who's ridiculous now well texas is way bigger than georgia okay but you know so is it, it makes sense that is it that much bigger i don't know if it's is it more important wait how many time zones does texas spin i think it's one oh is it all just uh, oh it's all oh yeah that time zone feels bigger yeah yeah central central is pretty big there, i also could have made that up so. are there any states which span more than one time zone um, um part of Florida, I think. Part of Florida, I think, does. Oh, okay. Really? Mm-hmm. I think like part of the Panhandle oh, is like that's directly right, that's right. the worst state. Oh man! Wow. Okay. Um. Just kidding. Um. Okay. So. Texas has two time zones. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I mean, it's pretty, pretty big. Okay. Um, Where I'm from. <laughs> so you went to undergrad in Texas. Texas. Taryn, what were you doing before law school? So you... Paint us a picture. You, you, oh, wait. Back to you for a second, George. So you, okay. from Texas, went to underground in Texas, then moved for law school. Yes. Cool. So Taryn. immediately prior, I lived in Portland, which is also where I grew up, Portland, Oregon, and I was in health insurance. Ooh. Uh, rather, okay. the health insurance processing of claims, which is probably the most... Sounds like, super interesting. Stereotypical, like... Dilbert office trust. Dilbert still exists, right? Like, I don't know if it still exists. I do know what Dilbert is. I don't. It used to be a thing. I mean, yeah, it was like, like a 90s. Yeah, like a comic. Like a was it like a newspaper? Oh, comic? Okay. Yeah, like a yeah. Strip? Got it. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I just needed context. But yeah, super super stereotypical. Kind of like the office, I guess, is a probably <laughs> a, a more relevant um, show at the moment. But for the youth, for, for the youth, <laughs> yeah. appeal to the youth for y'all youth. I'm trying to learn how to say y'all. I think it's working. That's out. getting there. That's good. Like that was convincing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. <laughs> how about you, Justin? Um, yeah, so I uh, am from Georgia. I went to undergrad in Georgia. And now, JD. Oh, uh, what? And then I took, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the, so, did all that. And then I took a gap year off. Um because I kind of had like a quarter life crisis a little bit. Mm. Got it. Um, so I like took the LSAT in September, the year that I was graduating. So I would have been like applying for law school um, and going like the following year. Um, and I didn't do too hot because I didn't take studying seriously because like I never really had to study for a test. So I was like, oh, I got this. You're like, I'm smart. I was like, 
LSAT who? Like, right. you know, I studied <laughs> philosophy. Like, I'm brilliant. You know, whatever. Um, so then I didn't do, like, too hot. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll take it again. So I took it in February. And I felt, I don't know, I felt some type of way. Because, uh, so by March, I haven't gotten my test back yet, or my my score back yet. So I'm like, having lunch with some friends, and I'm just like realizing that I don't want to go to law school immediately after. I'm like, having like a quarter life crisis. Um, and so I was talking to my friend, and she said, well, I'm going out of the country to teach English. You should come with me. And she kind of said it as a joke. Hmm. Um, but I thought about it for a second, and I said, <laughs> that... Sounds great right now. So I like Can use you? that as an opportunity to escape. So over lunch, we talked about it. After lunch, I called my parents and told them, hey, not going to law school immediately. I'm going to leave the country um, for 10 months and teach English to children. And they were okay with it. <laughs> Very nice. Impulsive. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> and now I'm in law school. Wow. Okay. Um, so I guess... What did the decision to apply to law school look like for you guys? Yeah, I'm like the process. Right. So... Well, just the decision. Okay. Like, what made you want... Like, have you yeah, always yeah, yeah. wanted to be a lawyer? Um, so, actually, up until I was a junior or senior in high school... Um, I wanted to be a doctor. Like, I knew that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to go, be a surgeon. I was really into, like, <laughs> I was, like, specific. Cardiothoracic surgeon, so, like, the valves, like, related right. to the heart. You know, all that stuff. So my mom um, was, like, in the medical field, and I was interested in that. Um, but then I took chemistry in high school, and I hated it. And I was like, there's no way I can do this for the rest of my life. Um, so then I... Came to undergrad, <laughs> I applied as a physics major because I liked physics in, like, 10th grade. So I was like, well, let's do that. Um, I don't, that was dumb. Um, but my first semester, I switched to philosophy, and I loved it. And I just thought that, um, I, like, really got into, like, social justice and stuff like that. And I thought that would be, that law would be a good, um, a good field for following those passions that's so cool totally, yeah. what about you well okay so my my decision making process spanned basically my entire life so are we sure we want to get into that let's let's jump right in let's okay. just do it you're our guest this is our show we do whatever we want <laughs> all right so so my mom was a uh, in law school when i was a toddler oh, okay so back in the 80s believe it or not and uh I sort of associated it with a lot of stress, and then yeah, (laughs) accurate, very astute toddler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and over the course of the next like decade, it became pretty clear. Like, and spoiler alert, um, being a lawyer can really suck, like especially when you're trying to pay off your student loans. So, and uh, she was also trying to raise us while my dad was like really busy with his job. So. I don't know. She uh, she basically convinced me not to want to be a lawyer, and uh, on purpose or like just through just like what through you saw. Actually, yeah. you know, uh, partially on purpose. Yeah. yeah. She like explicitly said, "Don't do it." Probably they didn't tell me not to do it right. until I was coming into college and whatnot. But yeah, they were like, "Yeah, no, this is not the life you want." Um, which was a little disheartening, yeah. but on the other hand, at that point, I was like 
oh yeah, there's all this evidence for how right. you really don't like it. And you kind of want your kids to be happy, and it sounds like your mom <laughs> wasn't that happy and kind yeah. of stressed. So I can understand. Right. Like, at this point, <clears throat> I wouldn't advise anyone to do this <laughs> unless they like really really wanted to yeah. and you have to know that you're like passionate about the law and you don't just think it's cool because yeah, it's not worth totally. it if you're like oh it's okay i guess it's not like just wikipedia that shit if you're yeah like, if you're like oh that's cool maybe if you like if you're illegal i'm not <laughs> and my mom mostly went into it not because she was passionate about the law but because she was passionate about like the environment mm-hmm. right? oh, okay. so she really had like a single issue for mm-hmm. her um which wasn't really my issue uh, so hopefully she doesn't hear this. And then, so, and then in college, it turned out, like, I really, um, didn't like college. Like, I, that might be a minority opinion, but, like, um, I, my, my number one concern at all times was my relationships. And it turned out that I ended up being in a series of long-distance relationships with people who weren't at my school. So, I sort of just... As soon as, as undergrad was over, I was like, sweet, now I can go live with, uh, with my girlfriend. And then, well, and then Wait, a whole series sorry. of other things occurred. I'm going to interrupt really quickly. Please. So what was your degree? Like, what oh, yeah, you... like what did you major in? Economics. So oh. it took me a long time to get there. Okay, so take me through that process. What yeah. did you come in as? You said six years. Yeah. Yeah, so, six years. So, so I started freshman out... Tarin, young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. What 18? were you majoring in? Did you go in as an 18-year-old? Yes. Okay. I uh, went in uh, in an honors program for classics. Oh. I also studied classics. That's my other degree. Yeah. I thought it would be great. Good so, idea switching. So then, I, <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I sort of dinkered around with it for like two years. And I didn't, I didn't have to know, actually. So I could be undeclared until like halfway through my junior year. Wow. And then instead of doing that, I just um, took a leap of absence to, like, work. So I worked for a year and a half. When? So in between, like, junior and senior? Like, when? So after sophomore year. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah. And so then I worked in a warehouse. I sold cutlery, which was, like, Machiavellian sales <laughs> tactics. Was it, like, Vector? yeah. Did you do Vector? Too? No, I just get a lot of phone calls from them. So. <laughs> oh, man. I, I sold all of my family knives. Oh, and yeah. then I ran out of people to sell to. And then I realized it was a pyramid scheme. That's typically how it is. <laughs> right. So then I worked uh, in a deli. And then I backpacked across Europe um, and spent all the money I had made. And then I transferred um, and, got, and went straight into economics at that point. So. Okay. Cool. So why economics? Economics. Uh, I just like the logic behind it, I guess. It was like, because there's philosophy, which mm-hmm. is, has all the logic, but it's, it doesn't seem as practical, right? So like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, entirely correct. Yeah. Practical math that wasn't sciencey because despite all the expectations, I was never actually that good or interested in harder sciences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, economics is kind of where I landed. Okay, sorry. So, guess it. Jumping back, you had just graduated, and you went to go move with your girlfriend. So, after that, what happens? Yeah. So, so I moved in with my girlfriend after I graduated, and then 
I worked at a Taekwondo dojo. I, like, I, was, I was thinking that like, I'd use my economics degree to uh, manage the, the business of this dojang. And then some really shady stuff happened <laughs> where like, people broke each other's bones and it turns out oh. there's like, no so real... Sorry. <laughs> not my bones, but like, yeah, some of the students like, filed suits against each other and it turns out that this industry isn't regulated at all, which is kind of strange. I mean, probably is in certain states, but yeah. And then was that in Oregon? That was in Oregon. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. And then it turned out the owner hadn't paid any taxes. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I took advantage of an opportunity to go backpacking with my girlfriend a second time across Europe um, because she had heard about my story and then she made this plan with her friend to go across Europe and then her friend dropped out. So I was like, well, I don't want to be in this dojang anymore, so I'll go with you. And so then I was broke again. And... Uh, <laughs> And in the course of that trip, my girlfriend realized they were transgender, and then I wasn't, like, we, we, just, we broke up, and then I, I landed. On the trip? Uh, right at the end. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Which was good timing. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So then I ended up in New York, and my mom, uh, like, my mom was there. She had become a law professor at somewhere in New York. I didn't know your mom was a law professor. Yeah. She, We're learning so much about you today. I know. Wow. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm sorry. No, 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 this, no, is, no, no this, this is exactly good. This what is we want. Point. We want interesting guests to have things to say. Yeah. Okay, cool. Don't come on if you're not interested. <laughs> I'm joking. She I'm was a law school question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm a lot less interesting than my story, but that's cool. No, no. stop. You're definitely interesting. We're gonna we're Thank gonna you. lavish compliments on you as soon as you're done. Excellent. Continue. <laughs> so you end up in New York. Your mom was a law professor there, and then I was considering, you know, next step. Uh, maybe I've sort of drawn back into law again mm-hmm. because, like, despite everything, my mom had raised me to like really enjoy winning arguments. So <laughs> I feel that. Um, and, you know, I was visiting, visiting the law school she was at, and it was seemed pretty pretty sweet. Um, but then I actually met some New York lawyers, and I was like, oh, never mind. Flooring, <laughs> 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 it's awful. Um, but I decided to stay in New York, because it's just polar opposite. Okay, so was it polar opposite of Portland or Europe? Oh, of, well, probably of both, really, to okay, be honest. Yeah. So Portland tries to be Europe really, really bad. Or oh. Canada, which may also try to be uh, Europe. But anyway, to keep monologuing a little bit, um, yeah, so the decision process was kind of crazy. And so I decided no New York law, but uh, I ended up in a comic book shop while I was also working in health insurance as like a temp. Um, and in the, while I was at the comic book shop, which was easily the most fun I've ever had, um, I met the the niece of a major celebrity who lived in Westchester, which is mm. like the poshest part of suburban New York, pretty much. How major? Like Mel Gibson? Like I cannot say. Like Clinton? I cannot say. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Can you hint? And then we guess. <laughs> is it? It'll be a Twitter poll. <laughs> so Beyonce. I'll, yeah. try to, I'll try to think oh of some God, sort of. Okay. Anyway, so you met. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I met her, and then like I met her family, and her family was so much classier than I was in every single way. Were you dating, or just like we were? Well, 
Ooh. You don't have to get into that. I was just curious. Like you met the family. I was like, oh, it was, it, it was a bit, a bit of a roller coaster actually. Oh, okay. Ooh. It started out pretty casual. It got way too serious. Ooh. Okay. Um, podcast after dark. Right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was thinking maybe I should improve my status at that point, um, but uh, actually. Uh, she was a private investigator. Did I mention that? I no, you yeah. know. What? Yeah, she happens to be like a really young private investigator. And uh, I also kind of, and she's super into The Wire, um, which <laughs> got me into The Wire. And I was like, man, The Wire is awesome. Um, everyone should watch The Wire, by the way. Plug. That show has like a cult following. Yeah. Like, I've never met someone that liked that show that wasn't like talking Obsessed about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe that should tell you something about it. I don't know. That it's a cold. I don't know. Anyway, oh we'll God. get to TV shows. Um, yeah, <laughs> so... So, I, I got a really ground-level view of, of the law through her. I, invest, uh, I investigated. I was part of her investigations a couple times. She, like, used me to distract people and whatnot. And it was like... What? That's cool! This is pretty oh cool, gosh. actually. Um, Why even go to law school? Yeah, just to be an assistant to a private investigator. Have you had that thought yet? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: is that we broke up, uh, and oh, I don't know. recommend breaking up with a private investigator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and eventually, I got I went back to Portland for related reasons to try to escape some some shady shit. Sorry, pardon me. I don't know. If oh, we, we can... definitely cast on here. Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, Beep. <laughs> uh, well, I, I went back to Portland, fucking awesome Portland, and uh, <laughs> within reason. <laughs> yeah, okay, relax. <laughs> the reasonable standard, okay. <laughs> uh, and I was still kind of like, man, I need something next to do with my life because I'm almost thirty. Uh, and oh wait, I just gave away what, what age I am, which is great. You um, said you were thirty in your thirties earlier. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. so but this was a couple years ago. Is, oh. like, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Well, then soon after that, a certain election occurred, and I was like, "Man, I do not understand how this country works at all," and I wanted to know. So, I'm actually, more into the law school thing for like scholarship than like career stuff. Oh, okay. Cool. At this point, like I, I, I've realized because I, I know I have a career to fall back on, but man, I really wrapped that up very quickly. No, that was good. No, that's, that's we're, good. Here. Yeah. we're here. We're okay. here. Joybles. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Joy. Hi. <laughs> I kind of always knew that I wanted to be a lawyer from a young age. That was something that mm-hmm. my family kind of pushed on me. Um, Do you I, have lawyers in your family, like your parents? or? I don't. I okay. was, I've just always been like very argumentative and like level-headed. <laughs> you? No. I know. Wait. <laughs> Both of those things at the same time? Disagree. No, like, I don't know. I feel like I was always the kid that was, like, talking back, and my mom would say something, and I'd be like, well, do you mean this or this? Like, which one is it? Um, so I got into a lot of trouble for that as a child, but it was also kind of nurtured in, like, a, you should go into law way. Right, yeah. Um, and when I was grounded, so, fun fact, I was not allowed to watch TV during the week. Oh. Um, and I was only allowed to watch it for like four hours on the weekend, not for like any religious reasons, just because my mom's weird. That's uh, solid <laughs> parenting. Okay, four hours yeah. sounds like a long time. On the weekend for like oh the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, is that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or just Saturday, Sunday? Four hours at a time is long. Yeah, yeah. four hours at a time is a long time, was what I was thinking. No, no, no. It was four hours total oh. from Friday night to Saturday at five, or Sunday at five. Were you raising your hand? Oh, sorry. Oh. I was just oh. waving oh, no, you, I, I thought you, like, had something to say. <laughs> okay. um, so when I was, so I read a lot, and so mm-hmm. when I was grounded, I would get grounded from, like, going outside and reading. And the only thing I was allowed to read was a business law case book that my mom found. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty interesting, I guess. So here I am. Um, but in high school, I thought I wanted to go into medicine. Yeah. Um, so I went to my undergrad as a neuroscience major. Is that what you graduated as? No. No, absolutely not. I found out in my first semester that I was not good at science at all. Um, was it chemistry that did it um okay so i took biology chemistry and calculus Too much. all at the same time are you on meth or um, <laughs> i was i was very ambitious yeah. <laughs> i was Oops. like oh i got this i'm smart it's fine and the advisor was like oh you might want to take two but not all three and i was like what do you know like <laughs> what do you know well to be fair he was an advisor that they have advisors by um Major. Yeah, we had that too. Um, I mean, we had was, that in my undergrad too. I don't know. He was like a geology major uh, advisor, well, and so I was like, I don't think that you're like well versed into advising people for med school because there's not real science. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just one of those things where how it's many different geology than yeah. majors are trying to go to med school, True. and I looked at all of the courses that you have to take, None. and it was you have to like get them all in there so I was trying to get them all in there mm-hmm. but that was not the way to do mm-hmm. it um, and so the course load was was too intense so then you went to law school right okay so <laughs> it was it was a lot I just wasn't it's not something I've naturally been good at I've mm-hmm. always been a pretty good writer um, and so I was watching Scandal and I was like oh maybe I will like work for political campaigns and be like a political consultant and Scandal is a TV show. <gasps> Tarin! <laughs> keep up with the youths. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so yes. it's a TV it show. Was. It was. Oh, is it over? Yes, it's over. Obviously, it? I'm super invested in it still. It was, oh, wow. Okay, so my first semester was a lot. It was really hard to adjust. Mm-hmm. I had torn my ACL. Um, I was I on know. crutches for literally all of first semester. So that, on top of taking that course load, was just not good yeah. um so i was like i should probably switch to something easier that i actually like because i didn't even want to be i don't want to say a real doctor but i want to be a psychiatrist mm. and so that would have been a lot of work mm-hmm. in med school and i don't like blood or cutting things open i think the turning point was the rat lab in biology where you had to like dissect a rat and i just didn't touch it the whole time and i was like maybe this isn't the career did you not have to do that in high school um no because i didn't take biology well I took biology freshman year but freshmen were in junior high where I'm from so it was I think we had to dissect something but I kind of did the thing where I was like oh I'll like oversee (laughs) I'll take a step back (laughs) I was like I'll fill out the worksheet and answer yeah yeah y'all do the stuff just tell me what to write yeah tell me what to write I got it executive work (laughs) basically I, I think that's always been my strength <laughs> I'm over you. <laughs> Can't deal with you. So yeah, so that's my story. So um, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess we were kind of studying for the LSAT at the same. Right. Time. So 
Yeah, so I actually should have been studying for the LSAT longer. Mm. <laughs> so I had like a really intense summer job, like right before I was taking the LSAT. So I was taking the LSAT in September, and so May through August, right at the beginning of my last fall semester, I had this like really intense summer job. We worked really long hours every day. Um, so I just didn't have the time or energy to like devote to studying for the LSAT, and also I was like. Your boy got it. Like, I know what I'm doing. It's, what even is this, you know? Um, Knowing what I know about you, were you a spy? Was I a spy? (laughs) (laughs) No, I worked um, in admissions at my university. Cool. And so there was a lot of, like, it was a lot. I'll tell you all about it over drink sometime because I'm (laughs) still tired. Um, But, so, so we have... Joy, we probably have like a similar experience I having to study. No, no, no. I studied the second. I studied the second time. The second okay. time I took it. But so having to balance studying with like actually being in classes at the same time. So like having classes that you're required for, like because you know you were in school, right? Studying for the LSAT. See, I, I was a slow. I think I was more of like a slow and steady studier than okay. most people. So yeah, like, when did you start? So I started. Um, the middle of my sophomore year. Wow. (laughs) That's, that's, that is awesome. So I took... Ridiculous. I'm going to tell you it's ridiculous. Well, for free law, they like would advertise these diagnostics that you could take and they were, they were free. And they're like, if you want to take it, all you have to do is sign up. And so I knew that Okay, you were taking advantage of your resources. Yeah. So at that point, I knew that I wanted to go to law school. So I was like, oh, I might as well take this diagnostic. So I took the diagnostic um, and it kind of helped like hone what I needed to study mm-hmm. and at least I saw the test for the first time and so I would study like slowly and like over the breaks and things like that but I was never studying like 40 hours a week like some you're people. way more disciplined than I was you know because <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably knew around my sophomore year that's what I wanted to do also okay but I was like oh I gotta sign up for this and then I was like oh I need to take this like I just right. kind of like did it okay. when it happened. Did That's you fair. did you take a class or something like that? I definitely did not. I also did not. I did just you had, take a class? I didn't. Okay. I googled and found a PDF. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I um I was in a sorority, so I got mm. like hand me down oh, cool. books from mm. my sisters and stuff. Cool. But I don't think I bought like a single like a supplement or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like for you, Tar? Because we were both, you know, like entrenched in the. Even though I took a year off, we were still very much, like, in that atmosphere of people... Like, I knew people that were studying for the MCAT and studying for the LSAT and all these other things. So, what was it like for you, having spent some time outside of academia? There were a lot of uh, why questions from my friends and family. They are like, um, oh, you seem to be doing well at your job. Why, why do you want to do this? And... Uh, I didn't really have a great answer, mm-hmm. um, so it, to be honest, uh, it was a lot of just me spending evenings after work going through practice problems. I think I just did practice problems and practice tests over and over again. I didn't yeah. like adopt any sort of yeah. multi-level strategy mm-hmm. for the test or anything. Same. Yeah, right, same. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't... Did y'all both only take it once? Um, I took it twice. So I took it once in June 
and then a second time in December. Also, if you're listening to this and you're prepping for the LSAT, you should definitely make use of Seven Sages um, video oh, yeah. bank for their logic games. They have a bank that literally breaks down every single logic game on every test. So that's really helpful. I use that a lot when I was studying. And I feel like the logic games are are the ones you can get right. like really good at. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The easiest. I love the logic Same. games. Same. Sometimes I'm like, I want to just do logic games for fun. Yeah. Does that make Honestly, I did some okay. a couple weeks ago. I might do that. that I might felt bad. I felt dumb because I wasn't getting something like properly in some procedure. I was like, you know what? This is something I'm good at. It. <laughs> you know what I can do? Logic, logic games. games. <laughs> okay. Wait, what's the actual name of that section on the test? Analytical um, reasoning, or is I it? Think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you know. Yeah. Man, I forget. It's logic game. They're logic games. What was game, your worst section? Uh, I don't know, because my second one was the one in February wasn't reported. Oh. So they didn't send you like they didn't give you the itemized breakdown like. Oh, that's right. That's you, right. The PDFs okay. and stuff. So it was kind of annoying. I did, um, substantially better the second time though. Okay. Same here. I just took it too as well, yeah. so we've all we've yeah. right. done it twice. So, I did, yeah. Well, the yeah. second time you're kind of over like the test jitters. Oh, absolutely. You, know what to expect. Yeah. you can not forget basic things. Like the first time I took it, I would always forget to look at my watch before the section started, so I would never uh, know when it ended until they said five minutes, and that was <laughs> so mm. distracting. It was every single section, every single section. I forgot. I know we're not allowed to talk about specific problems, like that's like part of the, like when you sign or whatever and take the test, but I know there was one, the second time I took it, there was one that like no one knew the answer to. Really? Yeah. Then it was like bad, and I remember looking at it like, what the, like what is this? I should have prepared you for the curve, should have. Yeah. Right? Maybe I got it right, because I did pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I did badly on the reading comprehension, and, and I did really good on the logic games, which I think really prepared me for law school, because we do a lot of logic games and not a lot of reading, so I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> it basically <laughs> is a logic game. I, um, I will say that, let, so I'm not going to say my score, because yeah, we that's we want to do that. annoying, um, but like, let's say I missed... 30 questions on the LSAT, um, 25 of them would have been reading comprehension. (laughs) (laughs) I did substantially worse in reading comprehension. I would say that I, like... I actually, now that I think about it, that was my worst section too. And I think it's because I didn't practice it because I was like... I'm, a, I'm an adult. I know how to read. I know what's going on. But apparently I wasn't because no, it was, I did. It was ridiculous. It was so bad. I mean, uh, that's better for me because it is it is curved in its way, right? It just right. doesn't take off the top mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Um, so I guess what did actually applying to law school look like? So for me, I was out of the country. So I didn't right. really have... Oh. I didn't really have the luxury of, like, taking time to, like, tour schools mm-hmm. and to, you know, like, see what things were like other places because I was, you know, out of the country. So I was trying to um, do it from afar. So I ended up um, only applying to one school. Just that was one, huh? Yeah, just one. And oh it's gosh. where I'm at. Um, I would hope so. So, I yeah. So hope you applied here. Go university. <laughs> I think you chose well. I think so. I'm. I really like it. I was familiar with it already, so I had an idea of what it was going to be like, and um, I knew a couple people that were 
attending this institution. Um, but I mean, I got, I said so there's like an early decision program and I applied through that and I actually got the call like, I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. And I was really actually kind of like really missing my family because I was abroad and I was living with a different family and obviously they don't celebrate Thanksgiving like in Europe. Um, so I was like kind of, you know, run down a little bit. And then I got a call from back home. Um, I didn't recognize the number, but I thought it was the area code for where my university should have been. So I answered and they told me I got in and I was so excited. Um, and it was just a great way to like bounce me back from the slump I was in. Um, and around that same time, I'd been thinking that I didn't really know what I was going to do when I got home if I didn't get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really just kind of like focused me. And then I had like, cool, so I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to find somewhere to live. I got to uh, do all these things. I got to send them on a deposit, send my, you know, all the stuff that happens when you get in. Right. Um, that sounds very clean and neat and like the total opposite of what I did. Yeah. What'd you do? Tell us about it, Tar. I think I ended up applying to 22 schools. Okay, same. All, oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man, you're the first one. I've been feeling like such a... No. <laughs> We're on the same page. Wow. Yeah, because I didn't... Did you know where you wanted to end up? Like, do you have a region or anything like that? Not that we're going to talk about what the region is. Um, so I had a pretty good idea, like, where I wanted to be regionally. Um, but I kind of cast a net, like, countrywide. And totally. I, I, I was really focused on rank, but also price. Mm-hmm. And region was kind of the last thing in my mind. But That's I did know that I didn't want to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> we have the exact same criteria. Do we really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's crazy. Okay. So did what, ditto whatever you just said. What did applications look like to you? Were you... I feel like I was super... <laughs> okay, y'all can talk about this because <laughs> well, I mean, this is just like a difference because I was in school and I was taking 18 mm-hmm. hours and I mm. worked... Um, I feel like three or four jobs and so it was wow. I had to like very intentionally carve mm-hmm. out time to apply and I feel like my applications probably weren't as strong as they could be just because I was constantly doing something it was my, just really hard to focus my applications were incredibly strong <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only way we're in the same school to be honest <laughs> Um, <laughs> I um so the, the, the strongest. Wow, I'm like, oof. Um, so I was working at the time. I was working in a school, um, teaching English to like children. Did you just show them English movies and work on your application at that time? <laughs> Absolutely not. I was a very active teacher. Uh, we played a lot of games. <laughs> Basically, my whole thing was games. <laughs> I would come up with a worksheet. They'd be like, um, <laughs> no. Logic games. No, for me. <laughs> no, logic games. No. They're like, um, is this what we're doing? I actually made my two sixth grade classes. They had to write um, a play in English. Wow. <laughs> they hated it. That sounds terrible. We spent like two months on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I taught them about fairy tales. So I taught them about fairy tales. And then, so I had two different classes. So each class, we were talking about fairy tales. And then I made them... Um, we talked about like the elements of fairy tales, like there's a hero, there's a villain, there's usually like magic, you know, animals mm. that talk. And 
we made every single kid had a part. We made costumes. We like wrote the dialogue together as a class. And then on my last day of teaching, we like performed it for the whole school. That's oh, legit. That's so cute. Yeah. So it was a lot. But so I was doing all that shit. Um, <laughs> and at, I also was like an au pair. So I was, I lived with a family. I was teaching their son at home. Um, so it was just like trying to juggle all these responsibilities and also trying to travel as much as I could. Um, and also trying to like make time to like do essays and do like all that stuff for the application. Um, but I ultimately feel like it was, I was strong enough to get here, so got off. You were strong enough to get here? I was strong enough to get here, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, stop. Stop. I'm so really chairs, sorry. It's squeaking. I'm it's so sorry. To so our audience, I keep twisting my chair. It's because I don't have both feet on the ground. Let me put both feet on the ground. Is there a chair that doesn't move? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I bet you can even hear on the recording. Then it would creak, though. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I'll stand. <laughs> we're, not, we're obviously not going to say our school or state or where we are, but did you visit any schools? Did you visit our school? So... I actually, um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just keep playing with things that I'm holding. I'm like messing with my zipper. Um, I shouldn't have interactive things. Um, so I, <laughs> Joy's looking at me across the way and I'm like, <laughs> I just moved my chair a little bit and squeaked as she like stared into my soul. Like so reverse Pavlovian response. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I actually, this is where I went to undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I actually worked at our law school oh, as cool. an undergraduate student. Um, so I was actually pretty familiar with it. And I kind of had designs to go here since I was an undergrad. Yeah. Got it. What about you? Uh, I visited here. I visited a ton of schools. I did a whole trip kind of across the country. Um, when I came to this... You like cross-country trips, don't you? Twice have, backpacking across Europe. I have, yeah. Super <laughs> I think I've driven across this country like six times. Oh, this wow. unknown so country. Um, <laughs> this unknown region. Uh, actually, this was... Visiting this school was the first uh, trip I'd been to this region of the United States. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what do you think? And it... Uh, it... Oh, it... Wow. It met my expectations. <laughs> it exceeded my expectations, I'll say. Okay. Wait, in a good way or a bad way? Though, Zero connotations. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to judge you. I mean, right. we're black. So. How do I... <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and you didn't know, join Justin black. <laughs> and I'm not black. <laughs> Uh, I'm white. Are there a lot of black people in Oregon, in Portland? Uh, no, actually. Yeah, no, it's, it's like this the whole thing. Uh, yeah, it's like the whitest city in America, I think. Yeah. Not, not like, it's I think it's like serious. It's based on like all of this massive white flight. It's terrible. Um, okay. All right, well, we'll, we'll hit that some other time. We'll have this. Okay. Anyway, um, this region's awesome. That's what I'll say. Okay. I actually, um, I feel like I was saying this earlier. I did not visit our law school. Um, oh. I actually didn't step foot on this campus until I moved here. Oh. And I was just like, oh, wow, I'm here. <laughs> and your, That's just me. your expectations were? Um, I actually, like, 
where we are a lot better than I was expecting. Oh, cool. um, still not Texas, but it's not bad. So. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Taran, I remember what my, my first interaction with you was. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were coming out of class. This would have been like that pre-thing we did before classes actually started. Oh, yeah, yeah. We came out and um, you said, wow, y'all really like air conditioning down here, don't you? <laughs> or or like, up here. Yeah, wherever we are. And, um, we're in the South. We yeah, we, we, yeah, and you said okay. y'all earlier and you're like, yeah, I was trying to do that. Um, and I was like, yeah, because it's super necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't be further north than Portland. Um, it's all downhill from Portland. <laughs> Uh, is it? No, okay, it's not. So, so South has a lot yeah. of air conditioning. Because mm-hmm. we need it. We don't like being hot. I, it's this weird... So you, you've managed to get it to the point where like, I go outside and I'm, I'm just roasting. And then I'm like, man, I want to go back inside. So then I go back inside and then I'm freezing. Yeah. So then I want to go back outside. It's terrible being anywhere. Is yeah. there like a middle ground somewhere? Middle of October. Sand. Halfway <laughs> inside, halfway outside, and then just turn around. Just yeah, constantly. flip yourself. Like, you know? So you're cooking on one side. Yeah. And then you cook the other side. Or just wear a nice jacket. Mm-hmm. And shorts. Yeah. So <laughs> you like it. That's what I did today. <laughs> Here's my impression of the South based on the one city I've lived in. I will tell you, this city is not representative of the South. Right. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Not to narrow it down further, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Massive tires. Like, there it (laughs) is. Like, okay, that is representative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know how you get the tires on these cars. It doesn't seem like they would fit. But, like, it's just not what I was expecting. That's not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth. Oh, my God, me either, but it's great. It's so accurate. Also, it is as humid as advertised. It's just, <laughs> if, if you don't like humidity. Fucking intolerable, that's what it is. Honestly, truly. Wow. Okay. Okay, to bring it back. Um, <laughs> Wait, yeah, okay. Okay, no. did you have something? No. Okay, great. So, in picking a school, because um, we talked about, like, the application process and, like, visiting, but when it was finally time to, like, pick a school and kind of commit, because I'm not a fan of commitment, um, like, what did that look like for you guys? Did Were you, were you dating anybody? Because I was dating someone. Um, no, I've course. been perpetually single. Um, Sad. <laughs> no, but I mean, also. Um, if you want to date Justin, go ahead and tweet bad breaches at Twitter. On Twitter. Oh, Recommend. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, Four stars. Okay, that should have been past tense, was perpetually single. Um, but I also only applied to one school, so oh, that's right. commitment wasn't really an issue for me. I was already. You pre committed. Yeah, I was committed. I just needed the school to commit to me, too. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Turn, what about you? Uh, so, yeah, the biggest consideration for me was rank and money, and then my girlfriend's from this region, which is what got me looking at, at this these, direction. This in this direction, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. Cool. I um, also was really concerned with rank and money. Uh, money more so than rank. Okay, I was also concerned <laughs> with those things. Were you? Because you only yeah. applied to one school, Justin. Yeah, but in this region, it's... Ranked it's highly, it's yeah. nice, but it's, it's cheaper cheap. than other states yeah. around here. That's fair. That's and fair. in this state. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I 
So didn't yeah, really want to <laughs> stay in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went during the application process. I was dating someone who was also going to law school, um, but he's less smart than I am. And <laughs> and get into the schools that I got into. No, he's a piece of shit. So it's okay. Um, so yeah. So now I'm here. Cool. Um, <laughs> so let's bring it to the transition. Right. So. So like being here, you've kind of already talked about this a little bit, Tara, and like. How you feel coming from Oregon all the way down south. Um, but for you, since you um, didn't go K- kindergarten to JD, like our friend Joy here, mm. um, since you took off some time for school, has it been difficult getting back into like the swing of things of studying and having like assignments? Well, we don't really have assignments because law school is torture, but mm. all that. That would definitely require having had a swing of things <laughs> you know like i was i still am a huge nerd like i love board games i was never really social like i'm a lot more social now i think because of new york but like back in the day i was super introverted so social wise it's just awesome because i know everybody and can hang out and then Study-wise, I never really did that back in undergrad either, so I'm kind of learning how to do that now. Do you find it easier to make friends in law school compared to undergrad? Well, I didn't try in undergrad, so <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. uh, but I think it is pretty pretty easy. Like, mm-hmm. we're just, we're in contact so constantly. Mm-hmm. And everyone's... The stew of anxiety. Relatively mature. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to connect the youths. Yeah, the youths are doing all right. Oh, man. Okay, well, I guess we can transition into hot takes. I'm really interested in the hot takes that Taran has. Taran, you have hot takes for us? This is one of my favorite parts. This is the only reason I do this show. Is right. because... Plot twist. The show is now just all hot takes. <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> Okay, so my first hot take is there is no way you guys are going to be able to keep up for very long where you guys are going to school, where we're all going to school. That's my hot take number one. Here's another hot take. (laughs) Okay, we're trying. (laughs) Good luck. We should have pre-briefed these before we brought this out. Okay. Next he's going to say the earth's flat. (laughs) Hey, have you ever seen the earth? (laughs) Okay, okay. Don't start. Um, okay, so my real hot take is, uh, I think that gunners are totally misunderstood. Wrong! (laughs) Boom! I think that gunners provide, a lot of people dislike how, how certain questions can interrupt the flow of, of a law class, but, um, our civ pro class, when it doesn't have gunners, grinds to a halt that I can barely stand. She's like staring. Uh, sorry, I probably shouldn't say that it's a she. No, or no, no, we we said she earlier. Okay, yeah. great. Half of the people are she's, so. Right. More than half, 51%. Uh, so yeah, like, if we didn't have certain people willing to step up and gun for that accolade from the, that illusory accolade they're never going to get from the professor, maybe things would be as even slower, and I would not, I would not be able to handle that. 
But is the cost worth the reward? <laughs> is it really? Is asking completely unrelated hypotheticals? Is inserting your opinion so, is unwanted? So that's that's where we uh, that's uh, where we are at the, the where we meet in the middle. So, Torn, I totally understand what you're saying. Like when a professor asks a question and no one is answering it and nothing's happening, gonna please step in and save us. But at the same time, by the same token, when they're raising their, they're, they're asking questions and raising hypotheticals that don't really have to do with the subject matter at hand, that is where I draw my resentment. I think, but I think that you can be helpful in class without being a gunner. I think a gunner by nature is someone who asks ridiculous hypotheticals and is more posturing to make themselves seem like they know more than they necessarily do. So I'm all for helpful students who answer. I'm less for people that talk just to talk. Right. We should have defined Gunner at the outset. We should define oh. Gunner, actually. <laughs> I like Joy's definition. It's someone who ha- asks hypotheticals. Well, not necessarily someone that... You can ask a good hypo. Yeah. I love a good hypo. Yeah, like, we've had some pretty good You've ones. you had in... a good hypo. Oh. When? No, no shade. Sorry, I just... Was in... Weren't you the two-punch hypo? Oh, right, right, yes! Yeah. <laughs> I should have added a third punch. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that was super helpful to illustrate, to make, make a distinction like, between assault and battery. Like, that was super helpful. But when you make a hypo that, like... Has no basis in anything that would ever happen in the real world or is so unlikely to happen that you would never encounter that in your legal career... <laughs> Okay, Nor relaxed. do you need to know that <laughs> okay. as a one L who can't really do anything anyway. I'm actually not sure that's gunning. Here's here's what I would say. Oh yeah, what would you call that? Tar, what, what would, would I you call that? that? I would call that like being way too invested in your own like grasp of the material and trying to seem smart. That's fine, but like I, I think, think that's gunning. That's, that's what a gunner. I think what gunners do is when someone else is struggling because they're in the Socratic method or whatever. A gunner is someone who immediately raises their hand and makes that's the other person. That's yeah, that's part like of it. it. I think that's it. I think that's all it is. Oh. But why the why of why do they do that? I think they do that. Yeah, to out of make the goodness of their heart, look now. better. But so, maybe they just really in love the material. I have. I think that they love the material, and they want the professor to know that they love, and they think that they understand the material, which doesn't even matter because you're graded on a blind curve. What? I think that's what what is so bothersome about it. It'd be one thing if like class participation factored into your grade. Right. I'd be a huge fucking gunner if that was part of it. I would raise my hand for everything. That's just not It it would completely change the way I approach class. But knowing that it doesn't... I think that makes it all forgiven. (laughs) 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 Knowing that they're just doing it for their own engagement with whatever. The material or the professor. at the expense of class time that could have been used... I put that on the professor. Beneficial way. If the professor doesn't know how to handle those kind of questions, I put the professors the know how to handle it, but they can't. They can't look at you and know what kind of question you're going to ask right. before you ask it. Because nine times out of ten, you have to let them get through the question. Yeah, and that in and of itself takes way too long. Yes, that's also part of it. Like 
Whenever I ask a question, I rehearse it in my head first to make sure I, I know what I'm asking. Down. And I ask after the class because I feel like nine times out of ten, my questions aren't really that relevant to the class writ large. Yeah, I do that too. But I, here, one more point in favor of Gunners. Okay. I haven't heard a single point in favor of Gunners. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's my, my ultimate point. Come be a guest on our podcast and we will cut down your ideas. <laughs> All right, my point is Ipsa Dixit. <laughs> how do you say that? Though? Ipsa Dixit. <laughs> that was good, that was good. Okay, um, what's your, do you have another hot any take? Any more hot takes? Let's see. Do I have any other hot takes? Um, do you have any of them? I know I, okay. I told you some things. My, okay, well, while we wait for Tarin to come up with his hot takes, my hot takes are being stressed out is not an excuse to be an asshole. Hmm. Okay? Um, we're all stressed out. This is not a good time for any of us. I don't think anyone is like, yes, I'm thriving. These are the conditions that I really succeed (laughs) under. No, and if you are, the share share your secrets with us. Well, also, in in a non-attacking way, you're probably not doing everything that you could be doing because there's no way that you could feel like you're doing everything and not be stressed. Like we're all stressed. Mm -hmm, Stress is good as long as it's you stressed. That's fine, but. You stress versus distress. Yeah, I know. Like I'm laughing stress. because I okay. um, <laughs> think I'm doing eagle parts. <laughs> but just that's not an excuse to be a jerk to everyone. Right. Especially, especially like you said, we're all doing the same thing. Right. So I could, not that it'd be excusable, but say you had a significant other outside of law school. Right. And your relationship, there's tension in your relationship because you're so stressed. That's a little bit more under, understanding or understandable just because... You're in different parts of your life right now. Right. And there's a lot going on in here. Without a doubt. You know? But when you're interacting with people that are also in the thick of it, like who have the same requirements as you, who have the same reading assignments as you, you don't really, you can't use that as an excuse. Just because, be a nice person. Yeah, it's not hard. Literally. I was 2007 Britney last week. I literally, the thought that I should shave my head popped into my mind. I remember you saying that. I was like, if I shave my head, that's two hours a week that I could get back. Is this something that I really want to do? That was a thing. But was I a jerk? No. I like to think that I was nice and I was engaging and I was checking on other people. And so I think that maybe if you're stressed and you feel like you're being a jerk, just use this time to check yourself and be like, hmm, what can I do to not be a jerk? Particularly to Joy. I would like an apology. (laughs) (laughs) This is very targeted at one person and you know who you are. I, I think everyone in our section is great. I don't. <laughs> is that your hot take? Everyone is special in their own way. I love everyone in our section. I wouldn't say love. I tolerate everyone in our section. <laughs> Somewhere in between. We'll take love the average of those two things. Love, like. <laughs> I like everyone in our section. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, How about you, Justin? Any hot takes? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think I have any... I don't have anything prepared. Okay. Um, hmm. I feel like I can come up with one. Yeah, I was like, you literally I, said you had so many hot takes. I've remembered mine. Okay. Oh, good. I'll think of one while you're talking. My not <laughs> quite so hot take. I don't listen to... Listen, I listen to speak. First of all, the movie Fargo is incredibly overrated. And Over, Overrated or underrated? Overrated. <laughs> I don't know if it could be underrated. I've also like, never seen TV it. show, great. But the, the movie makes me fall asleep. Like, 
except for the first time, every single time. I've tried to rewatch that movie like six times and I cannot get through it because it's so freaking boring. Sorry. Okay. Then my other hot take. It, I don't know. It doesn't feel like I'm talking to anybody. Oh, great. Thanks, Ryan. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie Fargo? No, we haven't seen it. Yeah, see, I, I got the feeling. Otherwise, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, Fargo. Ben bad. Affleck? What? No. Who's, who's in it? I don't know their names. Okay, okay that's fine. I don't know. Now I'm going to look it up because I want to know. But cool. you, can, you can move on to your next hot take. The other hot take might be calling out someone. and Call them out. Yeah, so brown noise is vastly inferior to white noise. It's really not, and it, we're gonna we're gonna discuss why. But it's okay. Continue. Okay, so you know how when you're trying to sleep and you you, you got only so many sounds which might help you fall asleep, and then you're like, oh, I'll, I'll put on some nice white noise to like, or maybe some some sea sounds that have some of that white noise crinkliness in it. And, and then you listen to it and you fall asleep. Well, then you have brown noise, which is blaring into your ears constantly. I tried using this stuff to study the other day and I was like, man, I wish I could take my headphones off and just listen to the inane shatter of the people next to me. So I did and it was way better. You can turn the volume down if it's too loud. Right? <laughs> it's just, the pen is pointless. Karen's too old to know how to work volume on <laughs> which is why he does not like brown noise. Um, I can't. Okay, so that. we're just gonna, we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen. Um, there's currently an ad, so we're gonna fill this next six seconds with pointless chatter. I'm so happy that you follow Bad Breaches at Bad Breaches at Twitter.com um, right now. While you're Bad listening. Breaches at Twitter.com. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Bad Breaches, and you can email us at badbreaches at gmail.com. Which I believe is what Joy was trying to say. It's been a long day, a long week, and a long month and a half. This is why we don't record on Wednesdays, y'all. Accurate. This is why we should have done it on Monday. Hey, okay. you know what? So, white noise. We could have done it on Monday. This isn't white noise, is it? That is white noise. Is this what you listen to? Doesn't it kind of sound relaxing, you know? Rushing. No, this... This is like easier to... This is the same fucking thing. No, it's not. This is higher. <laughs> you wouldn't okay. understand. I, I don't... I listen to lo-fi hip-hop beats okay. um, when I'm studying. Um, it's really nice and relaxing and like calming. Um, there's like usually not any words, but it's still like music you can bebop to a little bit. See, I don't need that. I don't need anything that can distract me. Okay, whatever. You, um, you youngins wouldn't remember this, but way back in the 80s, there was this huge huge electronica music thing that really sucked. And I, I just want you to know that hip-hop has totally made electronic mu music awesome, and I'm, I'm super into it. Go music. Woo! Woo! <laughs> okay, so I think that... We're good. We, we're wrapping this up with closing arguments, which is a very hot button issue today. Um, it's literally not. Joy is just some incorrect. Would say, some would say it's more hot button um, than immigration or, or the death penalty. Yeah. One would yeah. say. One would say. Joy would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Good or bad, Justin. 
Let's start with our guest, Taryn. Um, so Harry Potter. No, just good or bad? Bad. Oh, where am I? <laughs> Harry Potter is incredible. It's one of the highest selling franchises of all time. That's it's been translated great. into over 100 languages, I think. Asterisk. Someone Google that for me. So is um, McDonald's. So is who? McDonald's. Super successful business. Doesn't mean it's good. Tell me something. Why is Harry Potter bad? Okay. Harry Potter is actually incredibly annoying. Whom? Harry Potter himself? Yeah, Harry okay, Potter. Okay, great. He's <laughs> annoying. Um, it's just, Are you talking about the person or the, 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 the I entity? I just could never get into it. It was not something that I was like interested in. That so I you don't like wonder, magic? You don't like the idea that light can triumph over darkness? No. I good don't. over evil? No, I think I'm a very dark person in general. And I think that I would argue that I'm a realist. Um, and huh. Harry Potter's dumb. Have you seen a movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, I will say that I typically don't empathize with main characters in any movie. Huh. Um, <clears throat> he was abused. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad <laughs> you've been listening to the last episode of <laughs> <laughs> Bad Breaches. Joyston is now no longer a thing. Yeah. Uh, so, what. I have a completely different. Yeah, let's, problem let's, with Harry let's see what Tarin's problem is because maybe it's reasonable. So one of my names is in Elvish. It's from Tolkien. Because okay. my, my dad's like can't talk to the him uber honestly. nerd, right? So like the fact that everyone thinks that Harry Potter like brought the idea of, of like kids doing magic stuff and wizards and witches and whatnot, like like it's the numero uno. Man, I grew up on all sorts of wizards and, and whatnot, Dungeons and Dragons. So, like, I feel like Harry Potter just basically ripped off a bunch of stuff. I, I'll also say that there's not that much, like, complexity in it, in, in the fact that, like, it's either you're good or you're bad. No, incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. Okay. How many books did you read? I, I think I read, like, four of them. Okay, so the complexity of the books directly correspond to the age of the main characters. So the last book... So I have to read the last book for it to get good? That's not what I said. They're all good. They're all good. The author, she, J.K. Rowling, she created this world where the smallest details in one book come back to be important in the final book. That's just good writing. She's a good writer. I don't think we should praise that she can write because she wrote a book. She wrote seven. Okay. In this series, and she's written a couple more. Um, you know, Twilight was a series, and that and it was bad. Good. It was not written well. That also had a cult following. So. Yeah, because that's different. Oh, I, I grew up with Harry Potter. I was okay, so that's why it's good. It's I like was the same. It's not good because it's no, good. it's still good. It's good. It was good when I was young, and it remains good. How would you know that? How do yeah. I know that? I experience it. Yeah, because you experienced it when you were young. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything to sh- point to why it's bad. You don't like the character himself. It's derivative. It's derivative from what? Just think about the audience. Who was Tolkien writing for? Was he writing for children? I think he was mostly writing for really racist people. Agreed. But older people, like the the content of. Lord of the Rings, Cimmerillion, all that isn't written for young people. So, like, the first Harry Potter book, the language and um, the complexity is 
for an 11-year-old because the main characters are 11. Mm. And then you get to grow with them. So I remember getting them when I, like, for... I used to get them, like, for my birthday every year. And the reading level would increase as I was getting older. So the later books match the complexity of the people within them. And I think that's a very clever way to write because the author isn't changing complexity as a person. I, hopefully she's becoming a better writer. She is. She is. But, I mean, it's not like she herself was 11 years old, so she was writing on a, 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 the level of 11-year-old and then 12 and 13. She had the foresight to, like, to change the way like change the mold of her books so that you're following the same characters you're following the same story but you're understanding it through the lens of someone slightly older it's brilliant the more you read them the better you are as a person and the better they become i think that what i'm convinced i'm not i think that that is only really applicable if you're reading it as an 11 year old and growing up with it. Like, I don't think it's one of the things where like, there are books where you can read them when you're 11 and read them, like read the same book when you're like 25 and it like changes and it's more complex. You know what I'm saying? I don't- Yeah, I I get something more out of it every time I read it. Okay, but like in what way? What do you mean? Like, like I notice, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. I'm just saying, like, what do you notice now that you didn't notice when you were, like, 11? Um, I, I noticed the what, the small details. So they come back to play, like, in the mm-hmm, books? Yeah, so, I mean, something so insignificant. I wish I had my friend Brittany here. She, like, knows literally everything. Um, shout out to B. Um, <laughs> it's just incredibly small details that come back to play literally years later. Mm-hmm. Um she built a world that is also i'm not uh hold on we'll get there in a second um she built a world that's like huge and interesting and complex um both like politically and personally with the characters um also caveat in recent years a lot of people have grown to dislike the author because she's like problematic she's problematic dumbledore's gay now all of a sudden and why was that not in the books I agree with those things. Um, I'm not saying that she's perfect. I'm saying that I love the You're work. You're a textualist. Yeah, textualist. Mm-hmm. Do you guys worry that maybe you save the most contentious part of the podcast to the end and then everyone's angry or sad at each other and mm. just going out on a, on a low point? No, I, don't I think, think so. I think it's is. cathartic. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good to talk about something that's not about law school at all. Also, if you disagree with us, feel free to shoot us an email. Enjoy. Um... Or, or, or tweet us. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> or yeah, tweet us your opinions. We'd love to know if you have a favorite Harry Potter book. Love to know if you have a least favorite. I'm really if you curious have a about good that alternative one. to Harry Potter books. Okay. What did you read when you were young? Did um, you have like a series? I re- no, I like I ran the gamut. I read I read a lot of different. Oh, I read a lot too, but did you have any like a series like? No, I'm not a series person. Oh, okay, that's I like I like when books end. And they like in. <laughs> like, no, not like when no, they felt, end, but yeah, when you're yeah. like, oh, that's good. Like, that's closure. And then sometimes you like can wonder like what else happened, or you can like reread it. And yeah. You're like, oh, that's good. But I think it leaves like a lot more up to you to like get more out of it. Shout out to Dragonlance. Dragonlance. Mm. I remember that. I liked the um, Narnia books. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't like those either. I just, it might be the fact that I just don't like fantasy. I'm not a person that has ever been able to like suspend disbelief for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> to no. Like... no, that's my whole thing. Really? Yeah. 
That's what makes you two so great together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we complement each other. Joyston. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's it. Tara, do you have any questions for us? Oh. Uh, yeah. So um, I was just wondering, uh, as the youth, if you could tell me. <laughs> um, the resident youth. Like what uh, a hater is and if it's supposed to be taken seriously. Like... Um, I have this vague feeling that maybe people assume that it's an insult, but it sounds like kind of a pretty lame insult. And so I was just curious. By like vague feeling and people, do you mean you? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hater. Yeah, no. but do you, do you, are you the one I that has the idea that like a hater is like a lame insult? I do. Okay. Tell me why I'm wrong. Um, I don't necessarily think you're wrong. <laughs> I, no. Like, if someone called me a hater, I would not think that was, like, serious. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever used hater in a serious context. Never have I ever. Mm-hmm. So, if I was like, Tarn, you're a hater, it would be more of, like, you were like, Joy, why do you go out and get lunch every day? Just... Yeah. It's, it's kind it's, of in jest. You can, yeah. you can afford to go out every day. I can't. I can't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it anyway? Right. How much did you spend on? Such- Never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave your finances out of it. Please stop asking me to about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> way too much on coffee. She's weak. Um, yeah. So I would, if someone called you a hater, Taryn, shrug and laugh because it's not a serious thing. It's not so much. It's not so much me, but I, I like, I hear it called out in the media all the time, and I'm not oh. sure. Like, see, okay. You like, should have asked us, <laughs> not as youth, <laughs> but... As, old people yeah. use haters. Old people probably mean You're it seriously. if you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> contemporaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, if someone said, like, so-and-so was a hater uh, of, of some political figure, for instance, I think they're trying to, like, dismiss what they're saying as they just... They disagree with him fundamentally or her fundamentally. Right. So you can't really listen to anything they say. So I think yeah. I think it's used dismissively it's like when it's used seriously. It's yeah. Like, it's not really an insult, it's more like, well, I don't know. I mean I it's weak. Yeah, it's weak. Which is why it's been used as like a joke. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's not super strong. Right. But I think if you're talking about like on like news media, if you're like watching some kind of political show or something and someone referred to Joy's a uh, Joy's just a hater of Barack Obama or whomever. Um, Wrong. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that was that was just yeah. Um, the, I think they're using that to just dismiss whatever point Joy yeah. is trying to make. Because mm. that's easier than than coming back with like a rebuttal argument. Right. Sounds legit. Yeah, I think that's what's going on there. Do you have any more Thank questions you. for your youth? <laughs> Let's. You don't Not have really. to. We were just yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if not, that's all for me. Thank you so much for coming, Taryn. Oh, we're thank so you for having, having me so good. here. Such a good time. Um, hopefully, we come up with a good title to the episode. We already did. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Taryn came up with a good title for the episode, so be on the lookout for that. You've already seen it because you clicked on this episode. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> time is weird. Um, uh, be sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, super important. Um, we have been called the Ellen of podcasts. Yes, by our friend. Um, so whatever you come up with, just know the bar is very high. Yes. Um, I'd like to maybe become Oprah. 
<laughs> and I like to become bro, bro. Ooh. <laughs> and I, I could be Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay. Um, so, yeah, thanks, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>